Thanks for joining us on Our Father's House's weekly podcast, A Place to Find God. Each week we bring you a sermon from our Sunday services where you can be uplifted and grow in Jesus on the go. If you have any questions or want to learn more about us, you can always check us out online by going to ofhorangeburg.com. We'd love to get to know you. Now let's get to this week's message. Praise the Lord. Come on, give the Lord a hand now. Amen. I know the hand that you're giving to the Lord is greater than mine. Come on, that's it. Tell the Lord thank you. We bless him. We bless the Lord on today. That's it. Come on, let's praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That's it. Praise him. Praise him. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. God is certainly good, and we appreciate God for his goodness that he's been showing towards us. Amen. God is deserving of all of our praises. Again, I think that's why the scripture said, I will bless the Lord at what all times, and his praises shall continually be in my mouth. You know, we could always think of something to praise God for. Amen. So we ought, we ought to always keep a praise God on our lips. And as they said, and a thank you, Jesus, down in our hearts. Amen. So we bless the Lord on this morning for all that he is. Before you be seated, I want to pray. Father, we bless you. We thank you for who you are in our lives. We thank you, God, that you are the great God who you are. You're the God of the universe. You're the God of all flesh. You're God in every circumstance, whether it's good or bad. You're still God. And I thank you, God, that you are constant and that you are faithful. And even you are here with us on today. I pray, God, that there will be a display of your power and your glory in this room on today. That you would touch hearts, not only in this room, but on those that are listening. That you would touch hearts and lives. That you would bring everything in subjection to your will and to your way. And Father, in a special way, I pray for the Barnes family. God, that you would meet them during this time, during this loss, that you would touch that family. They've lost a loved one. But God, you're the God of all comfort. You know how to comfort, Lord, anyone during times of loss. So I pray, God, that you'd meet those needs right now in the name of Jesus, that you would touch, Lord, that you would speak healing in those hearts right now in the name of Jesus. And I bless you for it, God, for in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Come on, put those hands together for the Lord, everybody, and tell him thank you. Hallelujah. That's it. Somebody yell out, thank you, Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout glory to God. Amen. You could also put that in the chat room while you, you, those of you that are online, amen. We certainly want to continue to praise God. You may be seated if you can. In the sanctuary, amen, we certainly thank God for all that he is doing in our lives. And I, and I want to include something uh, with the announcements. We did not have this on tonight. Well, well but my wife did uh, give the announcements that I want to include this concerning our Thursday night Bible study. Amen. God has been certainly speaking to our hearts. And, and this series, we are dealing with uh, understanding spiritual Okay? Understanding spiritual warfare. Okay? You know, sometimes you can get a, a blink. <laughs> Amen. That's 73 years old. Amen. But we're dealing with understanding spiritual warfare for this particular 
uh, um, session. And uh, um, I think it's a very, very appropriate lesson that we study for this time because it's necessary that we understand the warfare that's already going on in our lives. And I believe that as we uh, be a part of this particular Bible study, God is going to cause your eyes to become illuminated and enlightened as it relates to understanding what's going on in the world around us. Amen. So joining with us on Thursday nights for our Bible study. And um, as I said, this particular series is on understanding spiritual warfare. All right, now let's go into the word of God for today. Um, I have a word that I feel that the Lord has laid on my heart, and I want to share it with us on today. Uh, the word of God is going to be coming from, amen, Isaiah, the 60th chapter, and also Matthew, the 5th chapter. Now, there will be other scriptures that we will include inside of the lesson on today, but um, our scripture uh, text will be Isaiah 60, starting at the first verse, and also Matthew 5 and 14. Isaiah 60, and starting at the first verse, it says, Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and the kings to the brightness of thy rising. Lift up thine eyes round about, and see all they gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come from far, and thy daughters shall nurse at thy side. I want you to focus your attention on that first verse there, the first and the second verse. It says, Now arise and shine for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. The power of God, the hand of God is upon the church of God. And I want you to understand that the hand of God is upon the church of God. For behold, darkness covers the earth, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen in thee. Somebody ought to lift your hand and say, Lord, let your glory be seen in me. Hallelujah, Jesus. Now let's go to Matthew, the fifth chapter, and uh, we're going to start at the 14th verse. Matthew 5 and 14, and it says, Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither doth men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. All that are in the house. The light giveth light to all that are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is well in heaven. If you want to glorify your Father which is in heaven, let your light shine among men. Let your light, your light, your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. I want to talk to us just for a few minutes on this morning from this particular subject. It's dark. Somebody turn on the lights. 
It's dark. But somebody need to turn on the lights. If we don't turn on the lights, we will grope around in darkness. And as long as we are groping around in darkness, we can't see our way. And we will uh, uh, embark upon all kinds of things that have the potential to damage us. But because of the darkness that we are living in, somebody need to turn on some light. <laughs> One of the things that we uh, are to understand today, and I, and I, I believe that we, we see it, but there sometimes we need to document some things in our spirits. And, and one of the things that we need to document in our spirits today is that we are living in a dark age. These are dark times, and, 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 and I want us to see this uh, because we, we see it, we, we hear it on the news every day, and the different things that's happening in our world, uh, and I want us to see now that is a result of the darkness of this age. When we look at what's happening, we have all of the, the senseless killings and, and murders. Uh, sometimes uh, I almost hate to listen at the news because you're always hearing about uh, some senseless killing. Fathers killing their children. Mothers taking their vehicle and driving it off a cliff with all of their children on the inside. It's senseless. Sons killing their parents. It's senseless. Cousins killing and fighting each other. When we look at what's happening in our world today, and I want you to understand something now, all of this is a product of the darkness that we are living in. When we see how hatred Oh my God, I, I've never seen hatred uh, at such a level as we see it now. There's so much hatred that's going on around us. Blacks hating the whites, the whites hating the blacks, uh, hating the Asians, hating... Listen, this is nothing more than the devil working his work in the lives of those that are out there. But I want us to see something today. We don't have to stand back uh, and watch the darkness that's happening in our world. Since it's so dark, uh, somebody ought to turn on the lights. Mm. Immorality is at an all-time high all-time high we have become desensitized to the things of God immorality is is it is it's almost like an anything goal now mentality as long as it makes you feel good there is no sense of moral values in our society today when you can find individuals that will all but come together and declare that they want to see the death of someone else, that's just, there's no moral. That's just, it's, it's just, there's such a decline in the values of God and godliness. 
But I want us to see something here today. As I said earlier, all that we are looking at and all that we are experiencing in our world and in our society today is nothing more than the spirit of darkness. Spiritual darkness have covered the earth. As the scripture said, darkness has covered the earth and gross darkness the people. Now, when we talk about spiritual darkness, I want you to see something here. Spiritual darkness is a realm or a manner of existence and living where man is cut off from God's life. He lives in ignorance of God and is subject to godless experiences such as sin, fear, shame, depression, bitterness, hatred, immorality is an existence when we talk about spiritual darkness it's an existence it's a realm that we live in this whole world now is encompassed by the spirit of darkness and we're going to let you see as we go farther inside of this because when we talk about the spirit of darkness or spiritual darkness it is that realm in which we live in that is ruled by satan himself because the Bible calls Satan the ruler of the darkness of this world or the prince of darkness. And it is Satan that is what? Taking this whole world off course. Now my wife has been preaching for the last couple of weeks about the thing that Satan don't want you to understand about himself. He don't want you to know that he is the ruler of what's going on. He wants you to blame the government. He wants you to blame the politicians. He wants you to blame the whites or the blacks. But what Satan is doing, he's the one that's behind the curtain pulling the strings. And we have to realize that our effort is to shine the light. Let the world see. Let those that are groping around in darkness, let them see that what is happening in their lives is what Satan is doing. You know what the Bible tells us in John the 8th chapter in the 44th verse? It says, you are of your father, the devil. This is when Jesus was talking to unbelievers. These were those that were in darkness. He said, you are of your father, the devil, and what? It is his lusts that you do. See, a lot of folk don't realize that they are just carrying out what the devil wants them to do. They're thinking that, oh, I'm going out to have a good time tonight. And you may be having a good time, but it's what the devil has planted in your heart and in your spirit. You hear, you hear uh, of individuals that have, been, that have these gross murders, and they'll say, now, I was listening. To, there was something talking to me and telling me to kill him, telling me to do this. What it is, it's the spirit of Satan that is living out his lust through you. You become nothing more than agents that the devil is carrying out his biddings through. But I want you to see something here because it's important for us to realize that even in the midst of all that is going on, even in the midst of all of the darkness that we are seeing that's going on in our land and in our world, we're seeing the wars and the Bible called it. He said that there will go time that there will be wars and rumors of war. We see that happening, but I want you to understand that we don't have to be dismayed. Come on. 
We don't have to be perplexed because of what's going on. Sure, we should take it up and offer prayer unto God, but we don't have to be dismayed because I found out this one fact. I found out this one fact, that God always know how to deal with darkness. Now, I need you to see that now. God, oh, God is never taken back by the severity of the darkness of any age. God deals with darkness. I want somebody just to say that. God deals with darkness. Now, and the reason why I say that is because now the Bible tells us this, in fact, in the book of Genesis, the Bible tells us that in the beginning, God what created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And what? Darkness covered the face of the deep. But then the next verse said, and God said what? Let there be what? Light. <laughs> now, I need you to say something. Anytime there seemed to be prevailing darkness, God always sends light to deal with it. Okay. You've got to see this because if you can get a hold of this, then you can see what God is expecting out of us as believers. Whenever there seemed to be prevailing darkness, God always sends light to deal with it. God is never perplexed. He's never bewildered and said, oh, what am I going to do now? God spoke and said, what? Let there be what? Light. <laughs> and there was light. Now, I want us to look at this because as we, we see what's happening here, God always sends light to deal with darkness. Now, I want you to look at something. I want you to look at what's happening in our world today. I want you to look at all of the different things that's going on right here in this city. Let me also go ahead. Let me, let me bring it a little bit closer. In your family. Because a lot of the, the things that you see going on in your families is a product of darkness. Okay? But as I said earlier, God always sends light to deal with darkness. Now look at this, I want you to see something here now. We've been talking for the last couple of weeks, uh, uh, for the last month or so, about uh, understanding spiritual warfare. One of the things that we highlighted in that message is that we that are born again was born light. Okay. We were born light because God is the father of light. And everything that is born unto God is born light. My children were born Riley's because they were born as a product of my loin. Okay, now every one of us that are born of God, we are born light. Okay. You got to see this because when you see what's happening let, let, me, let, me, let me go here. Also, when we look at the scriptures, and even in the Old Testament, when the Bible says, I think it is somewhere around the sixth chapter of Genesis, uh, 
uh, um, when God said the imagination of the people has become evil continually. I want you to see something here. He was talking about in the days of Noah. You remember the days of Noah? And the Bible said the imagination in the hearts of the people have become evil continually. And they're just doing whatever. And God said he repented of the day that he actually created man. Darkness was prevailing. But God found a light. God found a light in Noah. <laughs> and God said, Noah, I am going to use you to preserve humanity. Come on. And I need you to see something here. Because regardless of what's going on in our lives, regardless of what's going on in our family units, regardless of what's going on in this nation, God is saying, I have given birth to light that has the power to deal with the darkness. So now here God raised up a light in Noah. He did the same in Abraham. Okay, he did the same in Abraham. And, and God created a whole nation of light. He did the same with Moses. Look at Moses now. The children of Israel were in Egyptian bondage for over 400 years. And the Bible said there came a time that Pharaoh began to turn up the ratchet against the children of Israel. And the Bible said there arose a Pharaoh that knew not Joseph. And because of that, Pharaoh said, Turn up the heat on the children of Israel because they are multiplying and becoming greater than we are. So the Bible said they began to uh, put great hard taskmasters on them and began to just call them to labor. And it came a time that Pharaoh himself said, because they are multiplying so quickly, let us kill out all of the firstborn children for all of the men. Did you see something? That's darkness. What did God do? I said, I, I, I'm going to raise up a light. I'm going to raise up a light. God raised up a Moses to be a light. Now, I want you to look at something. If we are to see the changes that we desire to see in our world, we have to allow the light of God to shine forth through our lives. As I said earlier, there's so much that's going on. We're living in crucial times. And I don't want you to miss this here now. I don't want you to miss this. We're living in crucial times. But we're living in a time that is documented inside of Scripture that is very crucial also for the believers. Crucial in the sense that we, the believers, have to realize our place inside of humanity. We are the light of the world. We read it in Matthew, the fourth, fifth chapter, said, uh, Jesus said, you are the light of the world. Somebody lift your hand and said, I am light in this dark world. Okay, now I need you to understand something. The Bible said we are the light of the world. But then I want you to look at Isaiah, the 60th chapter now. Our scripture text, it says what? Arise and do what? Shine. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, my God. Let me challenge all of us on today. You that are believers, you that were born light, it's time to get up. It's time to get up. The Bible said, arise and what? Shine. For what? Thy light has come. And the what? Glory of the Lord is what? Risen upon you. For darkness has covered the earth and what? Gross darkness to people. Now let me show you something. We identify the darkness. We talk about it every day. Oh, my God. Can you see what's happening in our world? Look at what's happening over in Ukraine and, and all of the different things that's happening, all the deplorable things that's happening in our society. Do you see what's going on? And we, the church, for we'll talk about it. So it's not that we don't identify the darkness. But what God here is challenging us inside of is that you arise. Arise. And what? Shine. You're not going to deal with darkness by talking about it. Come on. You deal with darkness by allowing your light to shine. Light dispels darkness. Light causes darkness to flee. And the reason why we see so much darkness prevailing in our world is because too many of us as believers... We've turned down the intensity of our lights. We are not allowing the light to shine bright. This is one of the uh, uh, things that Pastor Carleen mentioned in our, in our message. Bright lights. Our lights are dim. <laughs> let, me, let me show you something. Our light is so dim, we can go to family meetings. And, you know, folk don't even recognize that I'm a child of God. Okay? Oh, child, that's just Mary. That's just, no. When I come on the scene, I'm a child of God. And we need to stop desiring to be comfortable or desiring folk to be comfortable around us. It's all right for folk to be agitated when they come around. I, I, I remember there, there have been times in my life, there have been times in my life, and I've found myself inside of, you know, settings, and, and folk would start cussing. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. They don't even know that I'm saved now. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Why? Because they saw something. Come on. But when folk can sit around you, cuss and swear and don't feel nothing that means they look at you as just being a part of them come on but when our light shines the bible said you know what the bible said the bible said light reproves darkness in other words light is a rebuke to darkness in other words darkness don't like it when light comes around you don't like it Oh, no, 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 no. You, 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 you ever been around, been, been inside of a setting and, and, and you come around and, 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 you know, folk that seem to be enjoying themselves after you come around, you see them gradually getting up and walking out, gradually getting up and leaving because they realize they cannot have the same type of conversation and behavior while they're around you. Why? Because the light 
has come. If we want to see change in our world, we have to start turning up the intensity of our lights. We got to do that, you all. We can't get, become comfortable with just coming to church and, and having a good time and singing and praising and going home and, and then getting back into our same old modes of operation, just routine. The Bible says this uh, in Romans the 12th chapter said, be not conformed to what? This world, but what? Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Why? That you may prove what is that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God? What does it mean? If I, as I'm being transformed, I'm being transformed into the image of God. And the more I'm transformed into the image of God, the brightness of that light shines. And what I will begin to prove to the world what God desires. I'm proving to those that are sitting. This is not what God likes. Come on. But we're so caught up in being conformed to the world. You, you, you know, you know we, we don't want to, I don't, I don't want folk to feel uncomfortable around me. It's all right. I don't mind them feeling uncomfortable when they're around me. Because I want them to realize that light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. Don't be afraid. To let your light shine. Look at somebody and say, don't be afraid to let your light shine. Your light is hope for the hopeless. Come on. We'll talk about what's happening, but where is the light? You are the light. Look at somebody and say, you are the light. Come on. We want to see change. In our world. But we want somebody else to shine their light. While we just become comfortable. In what's going on. But you let your light shine. Nobody lights a candle. And do what? Put it under a bushel. In other words. Let me show you here. God does not. Give you light. So that you can put it under a bushel. So that you can hide it. Nobody lights a candle to put it under a bushel. Now let me share something with you because I, I want us to see here. Because too many of us, uh, we are comfortable with our lights being under a bushel. Okay. What do you mean, Bishop? The bushel of, uh, oh, oh, okay, you know, I know I'm light, but you know, right now I got my, got my career. I got I to gotta work on. I, I got my finances. I got to take care of. So all of these things now have a tendency to hide the intensity of the light. Why? Because my focus is more on these things than allowing the light to shine. And so many, too many of the believers now are so caught up on things concerning their lives than allowing the light of God to shine forth through them. But we have to come to the decision in our hearts that I am going to. We sang the song growing up in the church, what, this little light of mine? I'm going to what? Let it shine. Let it shine in my home. Let it shine on my job. Let it shine on the street. And we'll sing so many songs that we don't actually live out. It said, now, this little light of mine, what? 
I'm going to let it shine. If I say I'm going to let it shine, that means I'm going to make sure I take away everything that hinders this light from shining forth through my life. I'm going to make sure now that when I come on the scene, light is on the scene. As I said earlier, if you want light, if you want to see a change in this world, let your light shine. Okay. Now, your world might be your family. I mean, I want to see some changes in your family. See, a lot of times we don't realize that God targeted you, Charnette, to be light in your family. Over you go, oh child, you don't know what's going on in my family. In all, it might be true, but how bright is your light shining? Come on, we want to see God uh, uh, change things on our jobs. Oh God, you got to change this folk. These folk don't like me. They're talking about me. Oh God, God said, turn on your light. Turn your light on. See, a lot of, we don't realize the power that's in our lights shining. We want folk to adjust to our natural desires, but God said, you adjust your light to what's going on around you, and then as you adjust your light to what's going on around you, then now the intensity of the darkness will come down. But we want the darkness to flee without us shining our light. But you ought to say to yourself, I am the light on my job. Come on. I am the light in my family. Come on. I am the light in my community. I am the light in this nation. You see, we got to accept that. We got to accept the reality of that because when we accept the reality of who we are in God, then now we can go to Matthew, the fifth chapter, and the 14th, 16th verse say, What? Let your light, what? So shine where? Before men. Look at what it said. Let your light. How many believers we have here? It said, Let your light, you have a light. So let it shine before men. Don't be so caught up with everything that you want that you don't take time to realize that you have a light that needs to be shining right here. Let your light so shine before men. Why? That they may see your good works. Let me show you this. When my light shines, folk will see something. Okay. When my light shines, they will see something. They will see a difference in me that rebukes what they're doing. Okay. The Bible says, let your light so shine before men so that they can see what your good works. <laughs> and do what? Glorify. The, when I, and, and let me show you, and, and I got to close. <laughs> My light is not my financial status. Now we, we don't know, oh yeah, I want folks to know that, you know, I'm a child of God. Look at my, look at my financial. I, I got millions. Uh, I got this. 
And no, God said, that's not your light. My light is not my possessions. Oh, sure, we want to, you know, let folks see. Look at my new home. Okay? Now, it's nothing wrong with you wanting folks to see what God has blessed you with. Okay? But when God says that they may see your good works, it's not your possessions. <laughs> Let me show you this. The Bible says this in John, the first chapter. John, the first chapter and the first verse. It says, in the beginning was what? The Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word what? Was God. The same was in the beginning with God. It says, all things were made by him and without him was not what? Not anything made that was made. And then it comes out to the fourth verse. It says, in him was life. Now, I want you to see what's happening now. The first three verses now, they're talking about Jesus. In the beginning was the word. We know that Jesus is the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were what made by him and without anything, without him, nothing was made that was made. And I would say in him, in Jesus was life. Now the next part of that verse says, and the life was the light of men. In other words, what I'm trying to get you to see here now is uh, my light is not the things that I possess. Jesus didn't come here trying to pr prove that, oh, uh, the, the cattle on a thousand here, those are my, my cattle. No. He came to present a life. Present a life that humanity will see a life that God himself is pleased with. So his life became the light. If you want your light to shine, make sure your life measures up to the word of God. Okay. When they see your life, when they see your behavior, my good works is my behavior, how I deal with life, how I deal with situations, how I deal with circumstances. Folk on your job, they need to see the life of Christ manifested in your life. You know what the Bible says in Romans the eighth chapter, I think it's Romans the eighth chapter, it says this whole creation groaneth for the what? Manifestation of the sons of God. In other words, this whole creation is waiting for the sons to turn on their lights. We can sit back and we can become just like the world and complain and murmur and talk about what's happening. But God said, I made you lights. I made you lights. Turn on your light. There's a song that we used to say, I remember singing <laughs> uh, uh, growing up. It says, brighten the corner, what? where you are okay i'm not over in ukraine i'm not in new york but my light is bright enough to brighten the corner where i am because god has lights strategically placed out there to brighten 
our corners. Your corner may be nothing more than your family. But brighten that corner. Your corner may be your job. But brighten that corner. Make sure that your light is turned on so that somebody on your job can see Jesus. Come on. When, 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 when the, uh, 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 the folk in, in the New Testament came to uh, Peter and Andrew, and they said, what? Sirs, we would see what? Jesus. In other words, they wanted to see Jesus. They wanted to see that light that you have on the inside. How many of us in our dealings with folk around us, how many of us have a light that's shining forth through us that folk can see Christ in our lives? Let your light so shine well before men that they may what? See your glory. What is it that folk seeing in your lives? What is it they're seeing? Are they seeing a child? You know, you know I, 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 I know Sean goes to church. I know he says he's a believer. But, you know, I, 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 see, some, I see some stuff that he's, you know, just like us. Come on. Come on. If you have a light... Make sure that it's shining because you have the power to change your environment by letting, I believe this with my whole heart, y'all. I believe this with my whole heart. If we, the body of Christ, if we, the believers, would stop worrying so much about what I can get, come on how I can fix up this flesh and accommodate this flesh and take care of those things that I need. I believe with my whole heart that we will forget about those things and focus on purpose. You would be surprised at what we will see God begin to do in our lives. Does that mean that I, don't, that I just don't care about myself, that I don't care about my needs? No, it does not mean that. But the Bible tells us this, so what, seek ye first, what? The kingdom of God and what? His righteousness. The kingdom of God is those individuals that are light in the kingdom. We were birthed into the kingdom as light. So now seek those things. Seek to walk as a kingdom kid. Let me show you now because I want. See, the devil is smart. The devil is so smart that when we start embracing a kingdom mentality and talking about a kingdom mentality, what he'll do, he'll come in and throw a monkey wrench in it and say, now, a kingdom mentality is possessing things and stuff. If you're a kingdom, you're a kingdom kid, that means you're supposed to possess things. And so now, inside of my mentality of walking as a kingdom kid, I will try to amass as much things as I can to prove that I'm a kingdom kid. No, my proving that I'm a kingdom kid is not inside of the multitude of things that I possess, but in the character that is being displayed out of my life. Come on. So we have to understand here now, as believers, we need to let go of these things. You know what Jesus said? And I got to close it. Jesus said this when he was getting his disciples together because Jesus came in the world as light. The Bible said in him was life, and the life was the light of men. Okay. Now he was light. He was the light that came into the world to dispel the darkness. Okay, now Jesus said, I'm going to gather some disciples. 
<laughs> some students that I'm going to train to be light bearers. Okay. Jesus said this. He said now, as he was going along, he stopped him and said, okay, let me show you something. He said, if any man, any of you are to be my disciples, okay, don't miss this. If any man is to be what? My disciple or be a trainee in my school of light bearing. <laughs> okay. I, I need you to see that. Jesus was training them how to bear and manifest light. He said, now, if any of you are to be a student in my school of bearing light, what he said, let him first what? Y'all don't even want to say it. Y'all scared to say it? Let him first what? Deny himself. Okay. Let him deny himself. The reason why our lights are so dim is because inside of situations and circumstances, my self-need take precedence over the light of Christ that wants to shine through us. Oh, I, I would, I would, I would do that, but, you know, I got, you remember when Jesus was getting ready to, uh, um, he was gathering some folk together, and he called this one, and he said, yeah, Master, I would go, but I need to go, I need to take care of this. He said, no, I don't need you. Oh, I, I need to go bury my dead father. Now, it doesn't mean now that you don't take care of those things, but I want you to see the message that has been given. God is saying now, you got to forget about yourself. If you want your light to shine at its brightest, if you want to affect those that are inside of your territorial spheres of influence, if you want to see your, light, your family and your circle change, God said forget about yourself. It does not mean now that the things that I need are not taken care of but my bible said if you take care of god's thing god will take care of yours okay so now as i deny myself what happens is the more of self that is killed you know what the scripture says in corinthians day i think it's fourth chapter it says here that we have this treasure what in what earthen vessels that uh, Excellency of the power may be of God and what not of us. We are troubled on every side, what yet not distressed, perplexed but not in despair, persecuted but not forsaken, cast down but not destroyed. Look at this next verse says, always bearing about in this body, what? The dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? That the life of Christ may also be manifested. In order for the life which is delight. To be manifested through our lives, we got to be willing to die to this flesh. We got to be willing to let the desires, and, and, and it does not mean, okay, uh, um, I, I know I got these things to take care of. So no, no, it means now that I'm going to put the will and the purpose of God in the forefront. And I believe God know how to take care of my business. How many of you believe that God know how to take care of your business? Come on. God know how to do it. Jesus said this when he was talking to them. He said, your father already know what things you have need of 
even before, you, even before you ask. So don't spend a whole lot of time asking for things and stuff for yourself. And he said, now ask that your light shine. God help me that my light will shine brighter and brighter. So what I want us to see on today as we close this message, what I want us to see today that it is dark. A whole lot of stuff is going on that troubles my spirit. How many of you see things that troubles your spirit? But God is saying, somebody turn on your light. Evelyn, if you turn on your light, my sister Williams, if you turn on your light, Keisha, you turn on your light. Andrea, you turn on your light. Shernette, Sean, Sharon. Can you imagine if the believers would turn on their lights? I don't care about the magnitude of darkness that's going on in our society. When we turn on the light, <clears throat> the light in us will cause the darkness to flee. Somebody's heart will be illuminated to say, I want what Sean has. I want that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, you'd be surprised the individuals that's out there walking in darkness that are tired of the darkness, but they're not seeing any light. The folk that's on your job that are being held captive by darkness, but they don't see light when you walk in. Folk in your family that are being held captive by the spirit of darkness. You up and down with them every day, but they don't see light. They see you being more like them, come on, than you being more like Jesus. <clears throat> if we were to turn on the light, I believe that we will begin to see a difference in our families. Better families produces better communities. We see a difference in our communities. We'll see difference on our jobs. We see difference in our cities, in our state, in our nation, and ultimately the world. Somebody need to turn on their light. Make a decision in your heart that God, I believe that you've called me to make a difference. If it's no more than in my family, I believe that you've called me to make a difference. 
Lord God, I need you to help me to turn up the intensity of my light. I want to be able to deny myself so that your light can shine forth even brighter. I believe that you know how to take care of my needs, my wants, but you called me to be a light. And I want to be a light bearer in this dark, dark world. I want to pray, hallelujah, I want to pray on today. I, I believe that God is sending out a call to say who will be a light. How many of you want to see change? How many of you want to see change in your families? How many of you want to see change in your communities? I preached a message several years ago, about two, two years ago, no, maybe a little bit longer than that. And I preached a message, changed to make a change. In other words, if you want to see change, let God change you. If you want to see change in your family, let God change you so that your light can shine brighter. Those of you that are here, stand to your feet. I want to pray. Those of you that are listening online, I want you to make a declaration today that I want my light to shine brighter than ever before. I was born at light. I was born light. When I was born, I came out of the womb of God as light. Somewhere along the line, I took my focus off the light and started focusing on me. Somebody told me that now that you're born again, God wants you to have riches and wealth stuff. So I didn't focus on the light. I focused on what I could get from my flesh. But God said, my first priority when you came out of my spiritual womb was that you be light in the world. I said, I'll take care of those things if you just let your light shine. Father, we bless you today. We thank you, God, that according to your word, God, you said, Lord, you delivered us out of the kingdom of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of your dear son into the kingdom of light when we were born again Lord we were born as children of the light I thank you God because you broke the captivity of darkness from our lives 
we are no longer controlled by the spirit of darkness because you broke the captivity but God I pray right now God that our attention God will be focused on allowing the light that you have made us to shine forth God I, I may be the only person saved in my family but God I believe that you saved me so that through me somebody else may be saved I pray right now Lord in the name of Jesus that God that you will cause our focus and our attention to be directed towards the light shining forth out of our lives those things about us Lord those things that concerns us that hinders or oppose the light from shining brightly God I pray that you would take them away right now mm. in the name of Jesus this is your word said we are always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord so that the light, the life of Christ may be manifested. God help us, Lord, to die to self so that the light of Christ will shine forth through us. In our families, Lord, help us that our lights would shine on our jobs. Help us that our lights would shine. When we were in the stores, help us that our lights would shine. In the name of Jesus, I pray right now that you would raise up lights that would shine ever so bright that it would turn the hearts of men and women towards you. Mm. Lift those hands to the Lord, will you? You that are here, lift your hands. You that are online, lift your hands. And I want you to declare, Lord, I thank you for making me light. I pray right now that you would help me that my light would shine brighter than ever before. Let somebody see you through me in the name of Jesus Christ. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody tell the Lord thank you. Come on, that's it. Tell him thank you. Tell him thank you. We know that you were blessed by today's message. We have to not only be listeners of the Word of God, but also doers. To find out what your next steps may be, simply go to ofhorangeburg.com forward slash next. Come again next week where we will make sure you have a place to find God.